If you know someone that also needs to learn wisdom and is not around, tell them come on. It's about time. It's Wisdom Wednesday. And I didn't say we're going to do this all the time and every Wednesday, but we'll do it as many times as we feel we need to. Um, because I think there are some fundamental things that I've said some years ago, which many of you heard when I first said it, but you've forgotten. Um, one, we forget things because we don't meditate on it. Two, we forget things also because we've not been tested with it. And so this morning, the things that I'll discuss with you is based on my, my, my um, observation. At this point, I think I just put my hand on my chin and watch why people end up poor and not achieving. Can I say that I see that I, I, I see the journey of many of you, maybe 95%, and I see why. Every night, of course, I'll have two hours of my own quiet moment, which has evolved over the years. Sometimes before now, it used to be me praying and talking to, I mean, to God and stuff like that. You should do that. Um, but what has happened is over time now, it's evolved. I understand how to speak to God and how to think through things and what is more, more important than other things. And in those quiet moments, which I think, try to have at least two two hours every day when everyone has left real midnight now and i'm not saying you should do the same and that's why i don't say these things because people will then naturally do that and maybe it won't work for them and so um i i think that if there's anything that i'm coming to terms with now is why majority of people end up poor and I'll use the word not great in life or not achieving purpose, not achieving why they are here. I see it. And I'm not seeing it from the outside. I'm seeing it from the inside. I'm looking at from your leaders to the followers. I see interactions, communications, how you react to things, how you think about things, how you process thought. I listen more to the leaders and I say, what do you think about this? Then I pick their thoughts. I look at the followers. I see how you are happy together. I also see what makes you quarrel. Most times what makes you quarrel and displeased with each other is what makes me know why this person will be poor in life. It works, what makes me predict why if anything happens, I can tell the outcome of their life. I want you to know that what the outcome of our life is has nothing to do with God. There is an over-exaggerated thing. Everybody shouts about the love of God. I'm a child of God, love of God. It's got nothing to do with living a successful life. That's got nothing to do with having money as well. God and money have nothing to do with each other most times. It gives us power to get well, but it has nothing to do with it. On the night that Achan was going to be stoned to death, God called Achan his son. And God is saying, I love you, I love you. And we hear that all the time. But do you know that God loves the whole world? For God so loved the whole world that he gave the whole world, that he gave his beloved son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So I'm speaking from where I'm sitting now. I haven't come to this point in my life. One of my vision and prayer to God is to keep me to be the guy who is able to tell the truth to everyone regardless and who has the resources to tell the truth. And I can say to you that zeal, 
and desire you've got. Many of us also have got hunger. However, there is a very missing ingredient. It miss, it's missed, uh, we were thinking about how, and we have to take case studies. With these case studies, we, I develop, case studies make me develop. For example, we were case studying someone and said, how did you come back to giving X amount a month? I would come back, meaning come down to that back. And I realized something, it taught me about giving. You can go back to, it taught me about giving. What that taught me about giving is that a giver is a giver in his own eyes as long as every other person around them is not doing as much as they are doing. But then we discovered as we looked at this case study, sometimes God tells me that there are people who are in your life right now, who are around you, that are just case studies for where I'm taking you to. I don't just want to be a case study of that kind. And so we begin to wonder, why did this person, then we realize that if you're around people, yeah, and you feel that you are the best giver there, what happens is that you go back to their own level of blessing. We then discover, Pastor Sam was here, we were all, I mean, most of us were here. Then we then discover that what happens is, when people feel other people are hoarding or stingy, you know what happens. They begin to complain about the stinginess, about the hoarding of the next person in proportion to their own giving. And the truth is, their hoarding or their being stingy is actually a call for you to rise. It's not your business. It's never your business. But because you were not even also blessed on the same proportion with them. So how is their own hoarding now your issue? And so I discovered, I look at these things and because I've been asking myself the question, why is the church, and I mean church now general, not just us, not as blessed as the Bible promised. I realized that it is human behavior and human character, process of thought. So I decided to listen a bit more to people, to listen a bit more to uh, youth on the inside and see what is the missing, missing link. And so I want to discuss some of those things this morning, but we're going to go into scripture first. So the question is, are you ready for Wisdom Wednesday? Are you sure you're ready for Wisdom Wednesday? And we, we, I'll try and talk as much as I can, um, not mincing truth, but you know sometimes there are certain truths that you can't share here. It's just, it's long um, and all that. But let me start with Proverbs chapter 4. So when we've said that God has nothing to do with your money and stuff like that, again, religious people will jump up and down. They will scream and tear themselves like the prophet of Baal um, to detest what I'm saying. I mean, to, to reject what I'm saying. But that's your problem. It's not it's none of my business. Um, okay, so Proverbs chapter 4, past faith is not here. So let's read it. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all you're getting, get understanding. Now what is already tiring to you, if you're not at work, meaning that you have to um, sit down and work in an organized setting, and you're not stopping everything to listen to what I'm doing now, you're like a man who thinks he's going to be a successful surgeon without attending classes. Life is more difficult than we think. However, what makes it most difficult is that we were not told that it is and we were not equipped to face it. 
So what happens is we discover how difficult it is along our journey in life. So my job, therefore, is very simple. It is to create people in court. God created mankind. It is to move people into that will of God. And these are the classes. So you might think you're there making money, but you don't know how to spend the money you're making. You're making a miserable life. Everything you don't know how to use, if you purchase it, will be a disaster for you. A child who purchases a Lamborghini without knowing how to drive it, you know that Lamborghini is a nice car, and when he, or even a child, an adult, he doesn't know how to drive, but purchase the Lamborghini. Do you know the Lambo is a massive, beautiful car, right? But what is that car going to do to him? As beautiful as it is, it will destroy him. Making money without knowing how to drive the, the money and how to drive life is going to kill you. It's going to destroy you. Having a girlfriend or a boyfriend or marriage or fiancé without knowing how to drive it will destroy you. So it's not the beauty. When we buy good things, people say congratulations. They say wow, da da da. But they don't ask if we know how to drive. They don't ask if we know how to do it. And most times really, because we've not been to this life before, we don't know how to. So don't congratulate someone for having a beautiful thing. Congratulate them for knowing how to drive it. Many times we don't know how to drive relationships, so we get into relationships. And being a pastor, you know what you guys do to each other? You complain about each other because as far as you are concerned, that's how to drive it. There is constant complaint, displeasure, this one did this to me, I did this to someone, I didn't do that. That is acquiring nice things because people are good. It's a beautiful purchase, but you don't know how to do it. So what it will do eventually, it will kill you. Now, you may be hearing what I'm saying now without hearing it. And again, I've been a pastor for a while, so I understand when I'm speaking and people are not listening or hearing, even though they are here, <laughs> they are listening, but they're not hearing it. But I pray for you this morning that you'll be one of the hearers because that's what the Bible is looking for. So don't forget this. I don't care what you buy. Once it's nice, if you don't know how to drive it, it will kill you. I don't care if it's a shoe, a watch, a cloth, a car. It's driving you to your grave if you never learned how to drive it. I use the analogy or the analysis of a car. Nice Range Rover, nice Rolls Royce, nice Bentley, nice things of life. But this person does not know how to drive. It's going to kill him. Every beautiful thing you have that you don't know how to drive will kill you. Beautiful girl, you're beautiful, you're young. If you don't know how to drive it, it will crash. It's a matter of time. Most crashes don't appear until later in life. But let's read Proverbs now. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, it is how life drives. It drives life. Actually, leave that. And I can count under 10 people that have given instructions to and have followed. In fact, using the word 10 is being political. I think I can count on one hand. And do we have many people. The 1,000 is the crowd, or 1,000 above is the crowd. The 300 are the soldiers. The 100 are the, call them the lieutenant. The 12 are the disciples. So I can count how many people I can actually sit down and see that they follow the instructions. So I want to speak about instructions, not so that you can follow instruction, but so that you can understand that when these things are not adhered to, why life equals to what it eventually equals to. We spoke yesterday about loud voices. 
the voices that controls people's lives. Not just yesterday, we've spoken about it many times. Scripture is not age-based. In other words, it means that if a 14-year-old understands, take firm hold of instruction. You've got to look for it. A swimmer has an instructor. Why? So that it does not drown at the bottom of the pool or the sea. And so it doesn't jump in hoping to figure out his way. He's an instructor. An instructor is the one that shows me where my wealth is. Mordecai and Esther. Scriptures are filled, or scripture is filled with mentors and protégés. People who said to people, I remember when Jethro came to Moses, to, and Moses was dying, you know, because he had to counsel people on a daily basis, and Jethro's father-in-law had to come and meet him halfway and say, no, this is how you structure this. It taught him structure. So scripture from head to toe is filled with people who instructed people. But can I show you, can I tell you what is now very interesting about that? Just before you think I'm just talking about make sure I instruct you. No, I, I actually want to show you the most dangerous part of it. Elijah and Elisha was a protege mentorship situation. That, that was the case then. Elijah, Elisha and Gehazi was the same thing. But you see Gehazi had ambition. He wants to be rich. He has his own hustles, and that destroyed him. But Elisha survived because I mean, of followership of Elijah. That's not still the dangerous part. The dangerous part is this. During Elijah's day, and I'll show you many others, during Elijah's day, there was something called the school of the sons of the prophet. In other words, Elisha was not the only guy, but the only person that ends up being recorded was Elisha. In other words, there were many other people that had access to Elijah. There were many sons of prophet, but only one. Most times in scriptures, you would always see just one. There's only just one who barely or makes it. Think about Moses. You find Joshua. Then you find Caleb in a way. But Moses led a nation of two million people. How is it? And at the time, Moses chose his 12 twelve. 12 disciples, so to speak, and he sent them to go and spy a land, and only two came back with good report. Please don't be excited with everything you hear. I know oh, this person is around, Pastor, I have access to pity. Da, da, da. I don't know how many times, but I'm saying it on the couch today, so maybe I can say it differently. It doesn't mean much. Out of everyone that followed Elijah, you only hear of the name Elijah. Out of two million people plus, that had access to Moses, you only help Joshua. And then you had Joshua and Caleb. Out of everyone that followed Paul, you only hear mostly of Timothy. Yes, of course, he wrote about Demas, and boy said, Demas has forsaken me. There's titles, there, but there's a Timothy there. Now, what distinguishes us in life is that scripture that says, take firm hold of instruction. If I can have that scripture back. It is those who take firm oath, take firm hold of instruction, do not let her go, keep her, for she is your life. And many times we say, Jesus is alive, this is alive, my boyfriend is my life, my money is my life. He said, look at a girl, a guy without any money, but as instruction, this guy, this girl has assets. Take firm hold of instruction. Everyone that has become great in life is because of certain instructions that they decided to follow. So we all hear words the same. 
VT is speaking, your pastors are speaking, two hours, three hours, four hours per week and all that. But only if you go back with instruction, and that's why in a typical church you have to settle quarrels many times because they didn't hear no instruction. Now, let me tell you, okay, let me finish reading this scripture and I'll then go to my note. Next, next verse, please. Do not enter the path of the wicked. Let's leave that. Come with me to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter number 1. We're, still, we're talking about instruction. Our people can be around instruction, but what happens is, in our head, we have so many things to do. There's so many loud voices. There's so many accolades in our life. Either so many accolades or so many people pulling us down. Whichever one you decide to listen to is still the paradise of fools. It doesn't matter which one. Proverbs chapter 1 tells us how to know a fool. A fool is not written on a person's forehead. Foolishness is not written on a certificate too. So it doesn't matter. And you know I love great good education, but it doesn't make a person a fool or non-fool. Are you listening to me? Look at verse 7. Let's start from verse 7 and now. Actually, let's start from verse 1. Remember, anytime you read Proverbs, is the instruction. Solomon, I mean, David had so many children, but you hear most of Solomon. The guy who is able to take firm hold of instruction. Proverbs chapter 1. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. To know wisdom and instruction. You see how important instruction is. In fact, instruction is the manifest part of wisdom. In other words, you can say I'm wise, I'm wise, but what makes you wise, what makes shows you as wise is instruction. How you followed what you were told to do. And I use the word told to do knowing that I'm speaking to a Western world where we don't like to be told what to do. But hey, in case you still believe you don't like what to be told what to do, buy a television and don't follow the instruction. Don't follow the manual because what you're saying now is, I don't like to be told what to do. Why do we follow manual? Because we, we didn't create a television. You want to be big, you want to be whatever you want to be. Uh, you've not been there before. And so why do we follow those things? We read the manual. He said, to know wisdom and instruction, to know wisdom is to know that you have a manual. There is a template for you to get to where you dream of getting to. There's a template. Most people that I know in life, and let's not talk about outsiders just before you exempt yourself. So don't exempt yourself from what I'm saying. In case you feel Pete is trying to talk directly to me. Yes, I am. That's why I'm here. I'm not trying to talk uh, to the chairs or to the world. It's not give it to them. It's you and I in this room right now. To know wisdom and instruction, to perceive the words of understanding. Yeah to receive the instruction of wisdom. So wisdom has instruction. So it's not just about I'm wise, I'm wise, I'm a wise guy, let's be wise. No, what, what comes out of wisdom is instruction, meaning do this, do that, do this, do that. People ask a lot of questions. And at this stage, guys, I can't deceive you. I, I'm being very blatantly honest there are things that your leaders or people will send to me I'm, I'm just going to reply them according to the deceitfulness or the foolishness of their heart because correcting is not easy and I'm not going to do that many times to receive the instruction of wisdom 
do you have anyone that you deem fit as wise in your life maybe it's not me and you don't need to give me that respect maybe your mom your dad but to receive their instruction is wisdom how do we know you are wise because you hear out what is the instruction justice judgment and equity to give prudence to the simple you know what the simple means this girl this guy does not know his right from left so god actually embraces the simple what happens is most times most people that have met even among you they're already too wise and you can almost see their addition into poverty into lack into shame you know it's coming again the acquisition of money does not mean you now to drive it each time you receive money you've never had before just remember buying a lambo that you can't drive is simple to the young man knowledge and discretion a wise man will hear and increase learning and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel he will attain it so wise counsel is not just when we first started church we gave wise counsel how to everybody then we realized that they are imbeciles they can't handle it but there are people who attain wise counsel they they qualify you know what it means to be qualified so, so you can be with and i'm not saying me as a great guy because before then so, someone in the eye will be thinking why him why is he did that i i really don't care you listen i my job is to build people create the reason why i celebrate when you have a new car your new house is i'm just watching something being created so just before somebody takes that and say under pressure i have to perform i have to have a new i don't that's not what i care about i just care about people increasing so i will never be envious of any of you you can even leave the nation and create your own bubble be president of the world you see in the bubble where i live in court i really don't care and so I said all that to say that a man of understanding will attain wise counsel to attain means to pay a price to be qualified for counsel that is not how 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 much you hang around pity that's why I brought up that word of either you hang around or not that this is hanging around this is us talking it is no there is nothing I'm going to tell you one on one that I'm not saying hey nothing There's nothing I'm going to tell you. Of course I want to fellowship with you. I want us to talk, but I mean to have dinner or whatever. But there's nothing I'm going to say that I'm not saying here. The moment a person is sitting in front of me or saying can I talk to you? I'm thinking, give me the point. What do you want to talk about? Because I've already spoken about it. Now, if the scene is now socializing, that's fine. But I'm saying everything here. and two three words of text and say okay this is the decision i have 100k this 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 is what i'm thinking i'll sort that out you don't need to travel from from north for that most times many meetings or non meetings is based on deliberate not attaining wise counsel so i look at people who are higher than me and i i ask myself the question have i attained their can i attain wise counsel from them because that's got to be qualification Now how do you attain wise counsel? You've done the last instruction you were given. Did you hear that? You must have done the last instruction. Why are you asking me for counsel when the last time we spoke what you we said you didn't do it? And night is something percent of times is never done. To attain wise counsel, uh-huh. To understand a proverb and an enigma 
the words of the wise and their riddles. Do you know what that means? To, to understand a proverb, an enigma, you don't interpret the word, you don't hear P.T. speaking and, and twist, twist it to what satisfies your wrongdoing. Because that in itself, right, you can twist anything to whatever you want to do. But you see, a wise man is not going to come to you and say, I know you're twisting that. No, because at that point, you know that they've taken a proverb and they've interpreted it according to the wickedness of their heart. Now, again, those of you who are not then doing that, it is not your duty to talk about what every other person is doing. I was told by a wise man, yes, you cannot actually ban gossip. It's what people do. So you too don't walk around people that can gossip about your business avoid them like a plague the words of the wise and their riddles their riddles means their word is proverbial a person have to think it through not assume think it through and ask questions when they need to and make decisions verse 7 the fear of the lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction. How do you know a fool? People who don't heed instruction. Do you understand that? The number one qualification for foolishness is how you treat instruction. So it's not written on the forehead of a person. A fool is not a person who did something you don't agree with and you say fool. No. Why we call them fools? According to scripture, it's about fools despise wisdom. To despise something does not just mean that you don't use it. To despise it means that you don't even go after it. You don't even want to know it. And the one not wanting to know is not that you woke up one morning and say, I don't want to know. No, you just don't attend. You don't look for it. In other words, let's say um, a graduate and a non-graduate from uni, for example. These are examples, guys. These are examples. It's not a it, it, the, the non-graduate is not a non-graduate because they don't want to be non-graduate. They just despise going to school. Do you understand that? So to despise wisdom, it's not just that, well, you know, I'm trying. No, you have to actually enter that school. So as I watch life and I see a lot of people talk a lot, say a lot of things about a lot of things. I get more quiet, apart from when I'm speaking to you like this, I get more quiet and look people intently in their eyes when they are talking and decide, does this person despise wisdom? Look, sessions of counseling with a person does not mean you've attained or you're trying to attain wisdom. What wisdom means or attaining instruction is that you've listened over time, SoundCloud to SoundCloud, and you've jotted down the instructions that you received from it. What was your instruction? What were you instructed about? For example, years ago, I was instructed about giving. And so I'm not surprised someone is calling me about giving at a certain age and telling me their dream. And I've known that scripture as a child. It is the elementary way. Pastor Sam was still even saying it yesterday. Those were the elementary ways in Spark Ministries then that we get people into the act and sense of giving. That your, through your services, it will abound to so many people giving thanks to God. You know the writings of 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Those are elementary. 
scriptures about giving, meaning that people will thank God because you give, da 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 da. Then we, we, we come to why people don't give, why people hurt, and why people, in a, if you're among the group, one of the things that kill giving is if you're in a group because you compare your giving to someone else. And what happens is that you will go back to their own level of blessing. And I've seen so many work, so many people that God was having a conversation with, was having a serious conversation about wealth with them. And when they post that conversation, I've seen it. I've been in church for years, even those who are still among you. And I know this conversation post. And then you begin to find out why. Yeah, in their group, they give the most. I've taught you about harvest. But let's, let's move past that in a little way. There's no teacher that likes instruction. No teacher likes to give instruction. You know why? It's a, it's a long thing, like you guys were saying. You don't want to give instruction. You know why? Every time you give instruction, look at instruction. Look at how powerful it is. When you are given an instruction, you can never be wrong. Do you understand that? It is the instructor that becomes wrong. So why would I not want to live a life of instruction? If I know that if I get instruction, it is the one that gives you that will account to God. And they are the ones that can be wrong. So I can't be wrong in carrying out instruction. And so every good teacher, a real teacher, right? A real teacher does not even want to give instruction because it becomes his responsibility. Everything about scripture is instruction. Poverty and shame comes to him that refuses instruction. I think that's still Proverbs chapter 1 still. Let me see. So before someone tells you that your prosperity is in the hand of God, it said poverty and shame is, um, let me see, it's about fools despise wisdom and instruction. Da, 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 da. I think it's verse 23, 22, uh, looking for this now. Wisdom calls outside aloud uh, that she raises her voice in the open square. She re- is it Proverbs chapter? Proverbs 13. Proverbs 13, 18. Proverbs 13, 18. Poverty, that, thank you. That disdains correction. Poverty <clears throat> and shame will come to him with disdains correction. But he who regards a rebuke will be honored. So see how they destroyed our life here. They gave us freedom that has no process. So you can get whatever you like. So no good teacher, no true teacher wants to give instruction, but you have to. And that's a problem in itself. And so as we get older in this way, I begin to watch closely, who do I give instruction to? Because it has to be attained. Crashes happen when someone did not obey instruction. Every crash in life, when an economy, the economy banks that crashed, guess what happened? They did not follow certain instruction. So again, I repeat, because I feel the Spirit of God wants me to keep repeating this. Do not amongst yourself now. Let me come back home now. Do not embrace or celebrate someone for achieving something. Celebrate if they can keep it. Do they understand it? Do they know how to drive it? You can buy all the clothes you like, but did you reach that status? 
or are you trying to look like something? It is foolishness of the highest that. Look at this. Sometimes, why do we not obey instructions? Sometimes we don't believe instruction. We don't believe that that instruction is responsible or will be responsible for our prosperity. I remember one day one of your brothers or sons, and the, the reason why I'm using this example is for some reason, I have no proof. I feel they still do the same. This guy has told me that he's going to give um, guys in his office, set up an office, he's going to give them X amount to trade with. They're going to trade da 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 da. And I advised against it. I said, don't give this X amount. Do this, do that. And he said, okay, sir. He left and he went to give them the money to trade with. The losses of that is simple. Number one is the loss of, no, the first loss is the loss of further instructions from God. Well, I didn't know it's going to hurt to now give these guys money to trade. But you know, the problem that came back from that was that, no, the first thing that came back from that was, oh, sir, I, um, I gave them that money to trade. I know you said not to, but I felt I should because there was something called margin marketing, blah, blah, or whatever, and it's working well. Wow. I said, wow, okay, fine. Guess what? Months after, the whole thing has gone bust. He's fighting the guys now. They're losing money. And now, look at who now has the problem, according to the guy. The person that has the problem is the young guys that are trading. They're not just screwed up. I don't know why they did that. No, but you see, the problem is, and then you lose them. They're gone. Why is that? From the top hierarchy, it didn't follow instruction. Next time, and that could take two, three years. Next time, God is not going to give any instruction. or There won't be instruction because that wasn't obeyed. And at first, at the, so sometimes we do not obey instruction because it's simple because we don't believe that instruction and two sometimes because we don't believe the instructor if you say when you don't believe instructor what happens is you won't do it because you don't believe it so this guy must probably have thought uh he doesn't pity he doesn't have i love sir i love you sir thank you sir and all those all those um bs we do um, but we, it didn't believe. I'm just using that as an example. It didn't believe. And then what happens is, after the effect of it, it is easier not to see why. Because you would see other reasons why that didn't work, but you couldn't trace it back to instruction. I use that as an example, and there are many, many others. But that's the most vivid example that comes to me. And that's why I said, even if the guy, so why did you have to lose 50, 60K? Because you didn't follow instruction. Why? Because you knew better. The person knows better. He says, I know this field. I know, trust me, I know what to do. I, I think about one of your brothers. They may, you know how many times I heard, trust me from him. Trust me, trust me. So. I'm thinking, well, I trust you because the thing is, if you crash, we'll raise another person like, that's my job. So I, I trust you. I have no problem trusting you. It's not you. <laughs> the problem is not you. It's not an issue with you. As far as you and I are concerned, um, let me just leave it like that. 
So we don't believe the instructor. And many times when we don't believe the instructor, we don't actually know we don't believe. We don't know. We don't believe the instruction. We don't believe the instructor. And that's why I use scriptures so that nobody feels like, oh, you know, they just want us to follow what anybody says. So, no, I don't want, a good, great teacher does not want to give instruction because he's responsible for the instructions that he gives. There's few people that have followed the instruction. Imagine they're trying to get into relationship or into marriage and they're coming to ask me. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I, it, it's a responsibility to take. As a, as a leader, you're taking that for the rest of your life. It's not for a man like me. It's not something that I pride in. Like, oh, they've asked me before they do something. I don't want them to. I, don't, I can't be bothered because it's a lot of responsibility. Every true leader that has substance, skillful, and that has proven their skill, not talk, will find it difficult to always give instruction. Like, I don't want to. I want to even avoid people and say, oh, I just want to know. I want to avoid it. Like, you go do it so that it's your responsibility. But few people that I have, what I've experienced is how God raises them and lifts them so easily. Because instruction is like using the mind of someone, a superior mind. In other words, you don't have to be wise in life. You don't have to be a great marketer, a great promoter, a great PR person, a great lady. All you just have to do is to be able to access and rightly use great mind. Do you understand that? It is to be able to access and use great minds. That's, that's what it is. How can I use? So I believe and agree that I'm not the wisest person. However, I can use the mind of a great mind and just get to where they got to and probably beyond sometimes. But what happens is I get my own mind and I stay with it. Instruction is using. So when you see this, what they call obedience to God, it's just using the mind of God to achieve God result. So if you actually understand obedience, then it's not gonna no it's no longer going to be how can I um how can I be obedient? I'm trying, I'm trying. If you understand what it really means, it's just using the mind of God to become God. It's simple. Why do I obey respect given this much? Because it's using a superior mind, the mind of God, for God so loved the word that he gave his only begotten son, and he got the word. He sent a poster boy to pose as him. This Jesus was the one that was seen. So how do we take a generation? Okay, well, let, let's go. Um, wealth is a consequence of instruction you follow. Wealth is the consequence of an instruction you decide to follow. Why did the guy lose all the money? And the money is not the important thing because the problem is the person will still feel, I'm, I'm still, well, well, thank God I'm back now. No, what made you lose that money was instruction. So now life waits again. You gather a lot, you gather a lot, you think you are not, and you miss an instruction again, boom. So if the last time was loss of 50, 60K, the next time will be 60 million because you still haven't corrected instructions that you miss on a daily basis. It is not a struggle with sin. Oh, I don't, I'm struggling with women or smoking or this. The, the, pro, the ultimate problem is instruction. Don't, don't drink. It's an instruction for you. Then this fool, because not because I'm saying so, the Bible says fools despise instruction. Then this fool thinks, oh, everybody around is ringing, so I'm, you've just missed an instruction for your life. 
the essence of Mordecai Investor's life is to create the first queen that will be Jewish, the first known queen, Jewish and most powerful. So the instruction for Vashti is different from Esther's one. God put Mordecai there and the whole making of Mordecai was one girl. One, Esther is what we know of Mordecai. One. So please don't get this thing twisted. I've understood this scripture from my young age, what we're going to be, even though I could not articulate it. God has shown me as a teenager, as a teenager boy, I used to pray on my dad's balcony. Early morning, pray for hours, and God has shown me. So it doesn't matter to me if it's one person that gets the whole job done, financially and otherwise, or one million people. It makes no difference to me. Um, if, uh, would I use an, as, as an example, if an Alicia is there, right? She's an institution of something. The body Alicia can decide to vanish tomorrow. Someone will take that institution. It's simple, guys. So please, don't get it twisted. This, however, or this therefore, is for you. Because I understand instruction. Wealth is a consequence of instructions followed. God says, do it this way. A leader says, do it this way. And I've warned you about oppressive leadership. Look at me, please. Let me be clear with this. There are five arms here, five churches. The main church is the nation family. In other words, the instruction of the nation family supersedes your family heads. Otherwise, let me simplify it to you. Otherwise, otherwise, what fellowship should I use as an example? Otherwise, let me use COD since I've been talking about COD. Otherwise, if you don't understand that it supersedes, what you would then have to recreate is, you see the family head and the grace, let's say COD for example, the fortress, whatever grace is there is what you will prosper with. It won't be the family nation. I want you to remember that either a COD, power base, elite, um, uh, connect, and Paul's is creation of a grace called Spagnation family. So it's always says, oh, you know, um, I'm going to ask my own leader. Th that's good. However, you better be sure that they carry a certain grace and it's heavier than what you will be in life. Otherwise, you will have problems. Do you understand that? So it is not power base. It is not connect. It is not elite. It's the Spagnation family. What are the family is therefore to carry out instruction to the T, to the T. There is no, I have my own mind. If your leader have their own mind, that's good. But you better be sure, be sure that they are called. There is a grace on them that is heavier than what kept you in this house. Because you are going to be blessed in proportion to the call over them. And so maybe they are called, but be sure because you will need another 10 years to prove that. And that's going to be your own problem. And say, well, you know, I just follow uh, Pastor Sam. Uh, be, you better be sure that there is a grace there. Because if there isn't, you'll find out after a decade, one decade, then you'll have to prove if there is or there isn't. No, every one of us formed by a heavy call, that's still where instructions come from. That's wisdom for those who are wise. For those who are not, God will teach you wisdom. Wealth is a consequence of instruction followed. 
it is not a consequence of prayer otherwise most prayer warriors will be billionaires how can the church have so much need and have no money yeah and then the world has so little need and have all the money they store up ferraris and that that, that in their garage and you're wondering but the church needs money that should tell you that money is not subject to god's stuff it's not oh you know if i just have good mind i'll have good money no it is instruction wisdom and i want to give some instruction this one i've given you wisdom on what to follow again it is what is the nation family doing how are we breaking it down into our own family houses otherwise if you're not careful your family house will detach you from that grace and like i said the family house better have a superior grace because you will struggle i need to say comment if that's understood do you understand that so the nation family is superior do not do not for once think that well now that i'm in connect i'm connect so i um it, it won't work it's not gonna work there's gonna be a problem um and you will wonder why you are struggling uh-huh just let's let's be clear on that when the nation family is doing something you better make sure that your own family house is not missing in it or you have a family who has come to interpret it according to his own mind he's interpreted it as according to his own mind now and then it becomes a problem it becomes a problem for you personally and you see when things like that are done and i have no example right now you know your family so it's not like always oh, saying something because there's something going on they, i have no example i'm just teaching you wisdom I'm giving you wisdom now. So look at this. One disobedience in your life. Okay, thank you. Understood. Beautiful. Beautiful. Come back to me now. Yes, thank you. One disobedience in your life can sabotage the rest of your life. One disobedient person, pardon me. One person in your boat that is out of instruction. So as I get older, and I use the word older, you know what I mean by that anyway, I'm more conscious of the people around me. I've proven to you that I can be everybody's person. I've gone to the house of anybody that's called me to come. I've been there. I've never been excited about my, I don't know people. When people get through to me now, when I get, they tell me how famous we've become or how this, that, that, I don't know. I'm completely oblivious of that. That is only known by people who have those ambitions to become this and that. And most times, those who have those ambitions, they have what it takes to be, at least in their head. They are good looking, they have eloquence, they have money, whatever, whatever. I don't have none of those things. I'm just me. But so when i say that i'm conscious of people around that's not a statement of pride or this pity or special no i'm just saying you should do the same too because if jonah is in your ship remember that jonah is out of instruction and that ship is going to destroy one thousand people now because this man has gone out of instruction and is going to destroy someone's life a person one person can sabotage your life because of the because of the fact that they are 
out of instruction. Let me give you an example. God sent a prophet to a, a city and said, Professor, and this prophet has seen the miracles of God. The king wanted to, to slap him, his hand got frozen, da, 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 da. And God had given this prophet instruction, when you come out of the city, come out this way. Then he meets a superior prophet. He's actually not superior. He's just closer to him, has access to him. And he told him, don't worry, come to my house. And that other younger prophet got eaten up by a lion because it's out of instruction now. Shipwrecks happen when we step out of instruction. Now, there are some people who have dreams and visions and receive this funny weird instruction from God. It's not true. This, the, the, what proves to us that you are now qualified for God to show you instructions and visions and stuff is how long and how much you followed leadership. The greatest people in the Bible were not people who God appeared to. Moses was from his father-in-law's house. Abraham was following his father. Elisha is a product of Elijah. Jesus, a product of God, but followed the instruction of scriptures, bowed his knees in water baptism to John the Baptist. So all you with funny dreams and stuff like that, if the, if the dream is not emphasizing and encouraging your leadership, believe me, those kind of dreams come through many meditation and worries and anxiety. Dreams will mislead you in a way that... So don't come back to me and say, I know you don't believe in all these dreams. Don't tell me what I believe in. Be a wise person. Don't be a fool. It is fools that speak like that. It is the ordinance and the pronunciation of fools. In other words, you take a word that P.T. generally said, and you sum up in your mind what he believes and what he does not believe. I believe in dreams, but I don't believe in yours. That's the, the, that's the only difference. It's not yours. So we will judge yours per case. Imagine this guy is not moving well in life, not doing well, but he believes in something he saw when he was asleep as a lazy man. That's what is going to guide your life. Oh, I just had a dream that I was climbing a tree. That's what is going to guide your life. When in life, real life, you're not progressing. What are you, what are you talking about? Do you not know that that's the dream of fools and lazy people? Uh, wealth. Wealth is consequence. So I use the word fool this morning from what the Bible says. So I'm just quoting that. So I'm not calling nobody fool. If you're one, you'll know. What is the consequence of instruction followed? Your future is determined by... What determines the future? I want to see comments now. What do you think determines a person's future? Either the future is going to be good or bad. What determines a person's future? I want you to think about what I've been saying. Not, not instruction now, because it will be easier for you to say instruction, instruction, instruction. What determines a person's future? And I'm still... Can you warm this up for me, please? Guys, talk to me. Let me see. What's the time? 12.10. When did we start? 11.15. So I have about 10 more minutes. No answers? Okay, let me just move on because of time. Nobody is even willing to try. Thought process and the strife. Okay. Yeah, thought process is important. The choice you make, would they follow? Okay. Thank you for trying, please. Mindset, decisions we make, leadership, decision made, their actions, ability to follow, a combination of decision made, would they around and listen to? Thank you. I, at least I thank you for speaking. 
Your future is determined by who you trust. Again, I can't get I can't get over Mordecai and Esther's story. Why? Because it involves a woman and the making of this woman. We really don't trust leadership. And when we do, we don't understand the hierarchy of leadership. Leadership is not who shouts on you the most, not who scares you the most. It's who inspires you the most. It's never who shouts on you. So there should be nobody in nation who is intimidated into doing anything. It's who inspires you. Your future is determined by who you trust. Your protection is determined by who you decide to test. Write that down. You will understand it in 10 years' time. Whilst your future is determined by who you trust, your protection is determined by who you are willing to test. As, 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 you, as you grow in life, your circle of friendship gets smaller. Relationship will become transactions. Yeah. It will become transactions. It will become... Meaning you will still have many friends. Someone say, well, you know, but this means that I'll cut off from my friends since I joined Spark Nation. I'll cut off from my friends. You didn't need to. It just needed to be transaction. You need me, I need you kind of thing. But you see that circle there, it becomes smaller. You don't, let me tell you, you get to a place where your children are not even your relationship person. If your child is not obeying your instruction, it's not your relationship person. Anyways, let me go on because of time. So I told you one disobedient person in your life can sabotage your life. You know the people you are emotionally attached to. I was speaking to one of your person, I won't say brother or sister, the other day, and he said to me, he said, but uh, that relationship, the love is no longer really there. I said, boom, then you can start a relationship. What was there before is you love each other, you, you, you had um, emotions for each other, and what would happen with that is that you won't fulfill purpose. Because if she's being sabotaged and she wants to sabotage you or he wants to sabotage you, your emotion will tell you to follow. And she's going to drive you towards shipwreck or he's going to drive you towards shipwreck, but you will follow. Why? Because you are emotionally attached now. Now you can have good relations because everybody can go on purpose. You can come together. You can speak as husband and wife or relationship person without what you define as love. Because the, the, the real test of love is how much we have to get into purpose and how we respond to getting into purpose together. That's the real test, not dinners, not holding of hands. All those things are fine. They are consequence of getting time together and being comfortable to speak to somebody. But that's not the real test. That's not where we're going. So what we define as love when we're younger is actually not love, it's emotional feelings, right? But why did I say all that? It is very important so that you don't allow people in your life because of your emotion who will sabotage you because you only need one person that doesn't follow instruction in your life and the whole life will be a shipwreck. My obedience to divine law is what guarantees prosperity. What a, number one divine law for prosperity is given. No minding words with that. No changing words with that. Number two, divine law to prosperity is relationship. 
A person who prospers is a person who understands how to control anger, look at relationships that work, and most times I think your leaders are still managing relationships. I'm talking about your family. They are also, because remember, they were not born as pastors. They've not been in it for 30, 40, 50 years like me or 99 years. They also don't know most times. So I don't blame them for that. But to understand relationships and how to relate and how to bring influence is a different thing. So number one, divide law to prosperity. Give it. Giving is simple, guys, and I've said it so many times. It is to accomplish God's purpose. What is God's purpose right now is what we're given for. So most times, I don't understand what God's purpose is as a giver. I don't know. All I shall know is that there's an instruction for it. And so why did our predecessors' church don't, didn't prosper? Why is it? We don't give so that the church bills can be paid and so that carpets can be paid for. No, that's not why we give. We give for divine purpose. So the visionary is the one that carries the purpose. If the purpose is right now, you know what? We need 50 billboards and 10 Lamborghinis. That's the purpose. So I can't sit there and be one of those who want explanation. Instead of doing that, don't give. Don't be the doer. Don't, don't participate. Otherwise, what you're doing is creating Anyways, so you get that anyway. My obedience to the divine law is what guarantees prosperity, not prayer. Giving, relationship, emotional stability. Number four, write this down. Exactly, this is my question to you. What do you do? Like, what do you do in life? What are you? And I know straight away right now there will be multi question. Oh yeah, that's what I'm even still finding. It's already in you. Just be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. What do you do? For example, let me give you an example. If somebody asks me what does Dari do, Pastor Dari, I'll say it does media and tech. Oh, but for who? Microsoft? No, for Shepherd Media. Now. He must then, if someone asks me what does Buki do, Buki, um, Buki Kwanza Lade, what does she do? Very simple. What would I say she do? She plays keyboard and writes songs. Uh, but then she walks in here and I don't care. I don't know what she does there. It doesn't bother me. That's just a seed ground. That's seed ground. That's not what she does. She plays keyboard. And actually, she plays keyboard. She, she writes songs when she can and then she just assists PT to do whatever PT is doing. So for a while, God can send that kind of a person to Aeon and say, okay, what he needs now, what PT needs is, these are examples, and she'll get his 100K a month. You go get it from Aeon somehow. That's all. She just assists. She's been doing that for 10 years. I use Dari too because I can use that. What does Sam do? Sam, I, and I removed the name pastor for a purpose. What does Sam do? It just amplifies pity voice to younger people. Simple. What do you do? Now, it doesn't have to be around pity. You, you do too fresh, too clean. Remember this. You would then have to put time into it. So, I don't care if you do a thousand and one thing. What does Keda do? It does property. Me as pity, I've done properties before. I hate it. I don't like it. 
I don't like the time and the commitment it takes. What do I do? I speak, I build people. What do you do? Now, it is based on what you do, that's your becoming, that's work, right? That you then begin to receive instruction. What does a wife do? Let's say a wife like Pastor Lucy, what does she do? She balances the church. She speaks to everybody. She makes sure that Peter's life is easier. Getting more knowledge to be able to create and forge relationship. These are examples. What does Pastor Honey do? Da, 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 da. Then on professional ground, he creates a nice, nice bridge or nice something. He creates that in order to assist a vision. The moment he now wants to become something in life, he's going to have problems as a car. So God gives him shepherd media now as a car to assist Peter. Now, the problem again is always simple. We refuse instruction because we want to carve out a life for ourselves. What we don't know is that there's a big life that you can't dream of that is already prepared for you. But what you do for a living and you put time into, one of the things as a young person, you must never be in a hurry for his time. So we, we were discussing this. I think Pastor Buki was discussing this with me and she said, you know Michael's product, the track suit. I was there, so and I even told her, I said I was the one that advised him charge the most on your product because it's quality and we buy. But with what she said to me, I said, now I pick sense in that. That makes sense. You cannot charge what Louis Vuitton charges. You know why? Louis Vuitton is about 180 years old. They've put time and generation into it. So when you wear an LV, you're not just wearing designer clothes, you're wearing time. So no matter how quality your product is, no matter how quality it is, you can't say, ah, and even look at Louis Vuitton, what did they? No, 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 no. They've put time, life, effort, generation upon generation in that one shirt that they sold for 1K. So they, they are also saying whoever is coming to buy this, whatever they've done to even get the money to buy it, it's excellence because they've also put time into whatever, either the accountant or fosters. They put time, they are dedicated to something. So it is time that means time. Do you understand that? So I said, no, that, that makes sense. So we began to research how many years these companies have been. Let me see the comment now because many of you know the years, some of you don't know. LVMH, how many years? I know you can give me, you can, uh -huh. they started in 1854. So, can't come up and say, you know what? They sell these Emmys back for X amount and look at our product. No, Emmys have been around for how many years? This is the problem. Because we think 10 years is long, 10 years then meets us suddenly, we are caught on our ways, and we haven't tried. Someone said, but I'm in debt to the tune of so am I? I said, yeah. So the way out is, do you know what they are doing now? More debt. Why? So that they can cancel smaller debt. Because we will keep trying. That's how to become rich, guys. But uh, they're not giving. What about Chanel? I need you to give me years. Just stop to saying him. No, don't stop saying hem, hem, but those who are giving me years so that we can have things to say hem, hem on. What time should I stop, actually? Um, 
Okay. Nobody's giving me any years, but oh, the response is just slow. Anyway, Pastor Buki was giving me years. I think one was the youngest is about 80 something years. Imagine a brand. So we didn't know that Fendi has been around for time. Like time. Henry's 1837. The price goes up every year. Chanel since 1910. And so um, imagine, you know what would happen with either cannabis, the person producing it, and the investor, all of a sudden they get tired because the way we think is, I'll have 10,000 and next month I'll have 20 because of my 10. We don't build. So we get frustrated, we start complaining, and guess what we do with that? We crash it. You know how many companies I've seen since Spark Nation has been encouraging these things crash? And it's always someone disagreeing with someone. And the wonder is, how, if, if you are in the church, leadership, you are inspired by leadership, you can see the progress, and you still crash things because you disagree with each other, how much more out there than what I already know, this person, that person, they will never make money. They are not wise. They are not instruction people. So if something don't go right within a year, they fight. Please, what is wisdom in that? They don't know how to build. I think I was saying about Pastor Onye's company is buying vans, trying to rebuild. Yes, it will get into debt before it will pay. Will, things happen. So I'm saying if I were the boys around him, imagine me in the days when I used to work in kitchen porting. Imagine I had the opportunity, someone makes me their new tenant to be the bus driver I, and says, you know what? You don't understand. When we were working in National Shows, I, I still got some time. It was me and Reverend D actually sitting down with Uncle Shegun, that's the owner of that Ashosh house place. It was me and him sitting down there, constructing how he would do his next um, business. His next business was, he wanted to start a cab company. There were no Hubers those times. Cab company, a little hotel. Myself and Reverend D would sit down there among paperwork and be constructing and be writing. We don't earn 400 pounds a month. But you see, the experience and exposure from there was invaluable. So you give me, and I'm even thinking I'll talk to P.O. You see some of the contracts you get for delivery. Can I just handle one side of it? I won't have new tenants that are busy eating in the city. Imagine you're sitting down with me in the city eating. And I'm looking, nothing wrong with that, uh, this fellowship. And I'm looking at the person thinking, I don't know who you are, but... I've been preaching, talking, connecting, getting in debt and out of it, bankrupt and out of it, for 15 years every day. It got so bad till now that I sleep on pills, and that pill would only make me sleep for three to four hours. So I know you're eating and doing all that, but I do hope you have it covered. The issue is I'm not going to charge you for the eating out pill, but I do hope in your life you have it covered because if I was handling one of the van, that van for me is my Rolls Royce. I don't need a Rolls Royce because that van is the business. It's what makes money. So sometimes I think we love the fancifulness of money, but not the grinding of it. I think we like the glamour of it. And nothing wrong with the glamour of it because you know what the glamour should do is to inspire us. 
So if I jump in a van, so I challenge one of your brothers, say, why do you have a BMW? He explained it to me and that was fine. I said, why do you have this car? If you have a van, why do you need this car? Reverend D just said, very true. We were there. Why do you have this car if you have a van? Where are you going to though? But of course, when it was explained, I saw the sense in it and it makes sense. I'm talking about instructions. I'm talking about how God is not interested. So, and I'm talking about the grinding of time. A person that has put time but still stays inspired. In other words, a person can go to the city to see nice things and be inspired, but he's looking at his time. Except, of course, if I invite the person, he's looking at his time and saying, Look, I have a UPS to deliver. I'm building a night's bridge with Pastor Omni. I'm building a Kolimanchi. It's a food industry. I'm building a, uh, um, a, I forgot, whatever else company. People, and we're building together, getting exposure. Hard exposure. And it is not what, that's not what will make us. What will make you is time, not salary. Did you hear that? Of course, people should pay if we have companies running. Nobody should cheat anyone. But what would make you is time. It's never the salary. What usually happens to people who become rich and great is that over years they are cheated and cheated and cheated. But in that cheating, they get exposed into something. They get exposed into something and boom, they are dead. But look at this lady. She's cheated for just 2K, 1K. And now she's going to carry that for the rest of her life. Break relationships. She breaks relationships. She doesn't know the second rule into prosperity. I will never break any relationship of someone that is a money man. I will manage it. I can complain sometimes, but I will not break it. I discovered that most of the constituency I deal with, these are the trainings we've never had. We don't understand the law of giving. Let me tell you another thing about the law of giving. It is regular, it's not fluctuating. You build, you go up. You don't do this in giving. There are times you will have bad times financially, but your job is to keep it like this, not this way. Okay, let me round up now. I've asked you what time should I take you to? Nobody answered me. When you reject instruction, we can go back to me now. When you reject instruction, your ways will correct you. People who reject instructions are people who finally you will see that they are ways correct them. You see when people finally say, oh, I've now learned because your ways correct you when you reject instruction. And it doesn't have to be that. The Bible says it. I just quoted scripture. Correction is a proof of caring. Correction is a proof of caring, especially if it comes from a busy person. <laughs> it's a proof that they care. So there are people that can be around us. Let me just use me as an example. And I don't, by around, you know what I mean by around. I won't bother to correct them. It's not just because I don't care, it's because. I can't be bothered to monitor them to do what they are told or what they are instructed to do. And again, I use the word told very, very carefully. Proverbs chapter 3, start from verse 1, and I'll start rounding up. If you understand these things, if you follow these things, you will be prosperous in life. Why did I say write down what you do? So that you can focus and put time into it. Salaries and earnings help us to give. 
it helps us to give so that we can build a platform that can be a platform that we will stand on. It's not what makes us, it is what builds us. No matter how big Shepard Media or how intelligent they think they are, imagine them competing with Sony. Said, I've just been told with all these things I'm doing for Shepard Media, every person in Sony, Sony gets paid X amount. <laughs> are you crazy? Go and apply for a job in Sony. Then we will test out what you're doing because they will not take you. And so it, what you just know is that the years that it took to build, I mean, to, the years that it would take to build an SP media, and I, I think I told one of you, Epps Media is not helping me because you see what you're doing now? I can actually put on my phone and start doing my thing. Like, I don't need um, cameras around. The world has changed. However, it's helping them because it puts me on the platform to put them on the platform. Do you, you understand that? It's not me. And nobody say, oh, you know, those churches, they'll just make you spend your time, spend your life working for them. Look, uh, uh, mom or dad or whoever is just BSing, you understand? They don't know what they're talking about. They're not talking to me. Um, their child is not helping me. It doesn't mean anything. What does that mean? So uh, you should know, like, there are better people. I don't, I, I, I think I told when Pastor Suso used to be around me, I used to do what Daniel is doing now. I told him, I said, do you know that I don't like and need people around me? don't need someone to drive me. I don't need someone to say yes sir to me and carry a briefcase. Some people do need that. I don't. I think I've always been a private person that can come out and relate with the crowd. But I don't need it. I like the comfort of the car because the car is a private place as well in a way. I don't. But it's a platform. Imagine... The Bible teaches, said that Elisha was the guy who put water on the hand of Elijah. Elijah was washing his hand himself before he met, I mean, can wash his hand himself before he met Elisha. He gave Elisha a platform to walk. So I told him, I said, look, be free in life. Go and be whatever you want to become, Ali. Be everything. I don't need you. That's, and the I don't need, in fact, when you've gone to become what you want to become, I will celebrate you more. If you feel there's something great to become, be it. I don't need it. Whatever I've needed or need, God just makes that happen by himself. And so you discomfort me more than comfort me. It's not, it's for you, it's not me. Proverbs chapter 3 from verse 1. My son, do not forget the law. Why did he give him law? Law is what unifies us. That's what I'm saying about your family heads must understand the law of Spark Nation and know that when the nation family is on, on, in operation, COD don't exist. It's not like, oh boy, COD, they said, no. An instruction comes, your family heads don't do it otherwise. Another good thing is you can then become your own independent church. You won't declare. It's just like Britain, Nigeria, Ireland. You can declare independence. You know, you know, say in 2020 that, that COD got independence. And we will clap for you. And I'll still come and preach in your church. Independence is beautiful. Like Nigeria, you know that Nigeria is independence in 1960. And we still celebrate it, independence. But we are poor, you know, unfortunately so. 
my son do not forget my law what binds us together is the law of this house not pastor dami's idea not pastor sam's idea if their idea or their way of doing thing or pastor Onye's idea or way of doing thing if it is great and god wants it guess what god would have done god would have raised his spark nation and they would have been the ones to raise his spark nation do you understand but God doesn't rate their idea. He wants them to amplify an ideology. It's simple. So it's not, oh, well, you know, but in Paul's, there's a way we do things in Paul's madness. What would happen is from the smallest of you, you start, roads will start getting blocked for you. And you won't even know why. But God forbid that. Do not forget my law. You know, this guy didn't say God's law. He said my law. It is men's law that became God's law. Because men interpreted that law to their seasons and their times. But let your law, let, but let your heart keep my commands. For length of days and long life and peace they will add to you. Please, what will add length of days to you? Prayer and fasting. What will add wholeness to you? The Lord, the man gave his son. They will add it to you. You won't look for it. You won't believe that if you gym and exercise the Lord, then you will live long. I've told you about the gym who got knocked down by a car. They're running, jogging. You know, anyone that is jogging is running from death. That's the only reason why we jog. I hope you know that. You're running from something is chasing you. You're, and you should exercise and all that, but you know what you're running from something right you're running and this car ran from death and met death in front of him a car just knocked him down and the car ran away imagine that and this man has been a professor imagine he's run all his life from poverty from from being a literate and he just ran into a car for what adds length of days instruction and the laws that you decide to keep for length of days and long life and peace they will add to you verse 3 let not mercy and truth forsake you bind them around your neck write them on the tablet of your heart uh-huh and so look at where people look at what where, what amounts to favor have you seen people in churches shout oh god give me favor let me, we cry and shout he said for so find favor and I esteem in the sight of God and man. So let's see what makes God and man esteem someone. When they are honoring someone and your own heart, secret heart, you know, a secret that is in why him? Why are they esteeming him? Why is God esteeming him? Now reverse now, back to verse 2. Let's do a reverse. For length of days, no, verse 1, sorry. My son, do not forget my law, but let them let your heart keep them keep my commands instruction keep my instruction fast forward now to verse 4 what will this do and so find favor we've done nine videos about favor we fasted and said god it's time for favor in my life we've done anointing oil for favor we've done all manner of things but look at what the wisest book in the world says it said it's the instructions and the command you decide to keep in your eye he said then you will find favor and i esteem in the sight of god and man favor is a reward not a miracle like money is not a miracle money is not a miracle is a consequence favor is a reward 
of instructions followed. It is not a miracle. Too many people do things their way. And their way might be wise, you know, according to human standards, say, this is our own style. When an organization leaves you to your own style, you better be careful, you are out of style. Yeah, so this is my own style. And the question will be, who taught you? Let me start with leaders. You have 20 people around you. Their next 20 years is dependent on you. The reason why you didn't start a church with your style is God doesn't trust you with that. So he puts you under something. A man like me, when a fellowship or a house says we have our own style, I'm not going to impose no style. I'm just going to leave them. Just like, look, God protect the people under him or her, but God upset my own. I can't be bothered. And if those people are wise enough, they will look for knowledge and say, okay, I've heard what um, my pastor family head is saying. Balance it with what PT is saying and say, but what is PT saying? I've heard, I've heard you. That's great. That's awesome. But is the leader matured enough to interpret it right, accurate, and follow simple damn instruction? Simple. So why did I think of talking about instruction and doing this Wisdom Wednesdays? The Word of God is whole. Like what we do on Thursday night, it is perfect. It is whole. But sometimes we would have to now bring it down. And if that's the word you live on, just the Thursday, the prophetic apostolic word is enough. It makes you whole. But sometimes we have to bring it down to the nitty gritty of, okay, hard one sugar, don't hard one. Now, that's unfortunate, so to speak, but it's necessary. It's necessary because sometimes we hear those words, they are good, they are great, but practicality? becomes a problem. I hope I've been clear enough this morning. I told you I just want to talk. It's a couch talk. I want to go. I will encourage questions now. The greatest mistakes you can make in your life is not to ask questions. The second great mistake is to ask questions to the wrong persons. Yeah. When you ask the wrong person for direction, guess what happens? You end up walking more because you have you been in London before and you're asking for direction and someone don't know, but it tells you, oh yeah, this is the way, and they tell you with certainty. Anyone that ever happened to you before? It tells you with certainty conviction, but you realize that it just wants to move on. You stop them in the middle of the road. It wants to move on and it just gives you the wrong direction and you end up going round and round the cycle. Most times we are asking questions to the wrong person. So we actually walk round and round the circle of life. It's become obvious to me that what God has pushed me into or commissioned me into now is pastoring the old generation. But the how to break the power of religion was Spark Nation. Spark Nation was how I told the world that you don't have to be conscripted into this kind of religion. We broke everything called church. In order for me to have boldness to now pastor the world. So if I sit on a billboard and pastoring the old generation, they are all seeing it. Everybody, I'm wondering what is this pastoring? I think I understand what to do with Africa now. And it is based on that that I believe that I have credentials to tell you about these things. It's very simple. I believe that I have the CV. I believe that if I, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I believe that if I spend 30 minutes teaching nations or head of states things, I believe my 30 minutes is worth 
at least a hundred grand of speaking to them about nation building and changing lives and helping young people and building the economy of a nation and stuff like that by CV and by what God has helped you and I to build, I believe we've done that and I, heard, I should earn that. There's no two ways about it because I've got motivational speakers who earn one million a month for um, what we've done and they've not done because a motivational speaker is only going to talk. I do and talk. So therefore, this is the instruction. If you don't have questions, I believe you. No, I shouldn't give instruction today. That would be a lot of talk. I've spoken a lot already. Do you have any question for me? I want to stop now. Did she move the time forward? To what time? Okay. We'll keep moving it. How to build confidence. Why is it so difficult to embrace instruction despite having a good heart? Powerful question. Good heart is good. Develop the mind. And teachings like this would help you to see the importance of it. Now, nothing is difficult in life because it's always going to end up to be choice. I choose to obey instruction. It's a choice. I chose many years to have lesser voices in my life and in my ears. Many of you still haven't done that. My dad or mom are not voices in my ears. We greet, we talk, there are no voices. And they are very successful people. Not to now talk of an unsuccessful prayer. I'm sorry, I'm not going on. So success means fulfilling their purpose. At 75 and 73, they are still doing beats. So I'm not going to um, listen to voices of failure. In my, I don't even want to know them. What is your recommended book read for this month? Well, the thing is, I don't recommend books, but at the moment I'm reading a book called Great Thinkers. I've had it before. I'm refreshing. It's called Great Thinkers. Depending on where you are, there are some books that will not work for you. you it will be boring. But if you ask me for exact industry or types, what books do I recommend? Um, I will tell you. I try to just read a chapter of a book I mean, every day. I've got three or four books actually that I'm reading at the moment. Um, so it's always a lot. But I, best book every month, the Bible. What am I reading most about the Bible? I'm reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John again. I think that will be my hundredth time or more. I don't know. I just love, I'm fascinated with the person of Jesus. However, I think you should still read books. So Great Thinkers is just a document. It's like a Bible. So it's not a book you say I'm reading from page 1 to page 1000 you look for certain topics and you just share thoughts and they expand our mind so that's uh, Sahashi that's, that's what I'm reading um, at the moment I need more questions though if there are I need more questions don't just sit there and say thank you sir amen sir bless you sir hallelujah sir good evening sir good morning sir hello sir <laughs> come, come down Ask questions and let's talk. What book would you recommend for a teacher? I read a book years ago. I forgot, but it's something about um, it's something about how to be a great teacher. <laughs> That's so generic. I'll, I'll, I'll have to think about. I have to think about Lydia. 
Can I return to an old instruction that I don't didn't obey before? It's not can I, you have to. Otherwise, there's no further instruction. There is no wise man that will keep instructing a person that didn't do the last one. Never. I mean, we can do it out of politics, but never. So, as a pastor, to imagine someone have given them an instruction. I can't force them to do it. You can't force anybody to do anything. It's just an instruction. And again, I think one thing I should add with instruction is that if you can learn to quiet your head when someone that you trust and believe in is speaking, if you can learn not to quickly have an answer back, just listen, then you'll be great. How do I differentiate between voices which are worth listening to though? Very simple. Where are you going to? Are they where you're going to? And I'm not talking about going to an internet because anybody can dress up on the internet and say, hey, look at me, I'm so successful. It's very simple. You'll become who you listen to. So there's no differentiating. You'll just look at the person and say, that's who you will become. <laughs> what conversation is the most powerful thing in the world? Does trust grow freely or is it intentional? Trust grow. Trust grow by disappointment. You, someone is trusted by with something. I, I sent a text this morning to one of your brothers. I said, officially you've become, um, you've entered the list of um, unreliable in my list of things. That's not, oh, sorry, sir. You know, sorry, sir, flows everywhere. Oh, sorry, sir. No. You, I said, but on the hierarchy of unreliable, you are still low, meaning there's great grade one grade two you are still on grade 10 out so you but you've now officially entered it i see you as unreliable now going forward it's simple i think i sent that to michael or something sir why do you think it's difficult for women to follow instruction <laughs> i'm not sure it's gender based but before you get me into trouble um i just think there are many factors that controls a woman's life hormones emotions um, why not me? Women working together is almost impossible. Why not me? Why am I not the leader? Da, da, da. There's just this thing of, I think I was dealing with two women, I think from Elite Fellowship yesterday or something. I'll be telling you these things clear so that you don't text me and say, I was dealing with that. You can repeat the question. I was dealing with that and I said, you know, communication is powerful, you know. Conversations are powerful. Growth is being able to sit down and have adult conversations. So I know the other person erratic or why yeah, thank you. Yeah, cool. Madness. But again, that does not mean that person is bad or inferior, it just means they've never been trained. So why do you so the women I think there are so many factors in their life because you know. Most times women don't really tell how they feel. They like someone, but they will never say. So there are so many things going on and they've been trained by men because men always give them their way because of sex. Um, they've been trained by men to believe that they are actually tricky and they can always get their way. So there are many things that if you miss an instruction but you go back to do it, is that still disobedience? No, it is disobedience not to go back to do it. So it's always good to go to go back to do it is um, humility because most people will not go back to do it. How do I shut the voices in my head, sir? Constant meditation. 
constantly meditate and let there be peace and quietness there. How do you critique yourself? Don't. There are criticisms from the right persons. Enjoy yourself, enjoy your life, but self-critic, listen to leadership and judge yourself according to leadership. What happens to most people is that they are good at judging other people but not themselves. Is it a negative thing to ask for instruction even on seemingly mundane things? It is not negative. I'd rather be saved than sorry. If you are one who carries out instruction, your instructor will not call anything you ask for as mundane. So the moment I feel I need to know clearly what leadership is saying about this or what God is saying about this, um, I, I, I should rather ask than assume. How do you rebuild a relationship you should have value? Pick up the phone and call them. Pick up the phone and call them. Everybody in this life, according to poor people, everybody is a thief and everybody wants to cheat them. Those are people who end up to be poor. I don't care if somebody is a thief or that, or that. If, that they, if they have value they can do for me in the future, I'm calling them, I'm humbling, I'm talking to them, I'm building relationship. I will just know how to manage it better this time. Simple. Pick up the phone, call them and do what it takes if you think there's value there. How do you trust someone that you may have never had a relationship with before that point? Everything has to be tested and tried. Every single thing has to be tested and tried. You should have principle of relationships though. Why are you in that relationship? Why are you going there? Why do you like them? Why do you not like them? What do they inspire? You should ask questions to yourself before going. Otherwise, they will be the popular person people are around and you just want to be around them. What if instructions passed can, uh, passed can you still make up for it? You can. Go back to it if it's possible. But if there are things that cannot be redone again, wait for the next instruction. There are some instructions that you cannot go back to because it's gone. Wait for the next one. Is there a difference between instruction and command? <laughs> command, in the Bible, they are used interchangeably. But in the days today, no leader will command you to do anything. I won't command you. Let me just use me as an example. I won't command anybody to do something. If I command our relationship and our and our talk and our coming together and our, our what we've done together is deep before I can say no, Larry, you're not doing this. I that one is is difficult, but I won't do it with anybody. No, no, nobody that you know around me they, they, will I command. I'm just gonna be looking at them. <laughs> so <laughs> instruction is leadership command i think they use that in the military um, but there's still there are still some people who might on some occasion command i don't know for the past 15 years of doing things I, I can't remember commanding someone to do something once i can't remember i don't think so it's not even my own kind of person how do you remove emotional attachment with people or things understand why you need to Everything in life is doable if you understand why. Emotional attachment is so dangerous. It makes you do things that you will not do. It, it, it kicks you out of principle and dumps you into the ocean, the pool ocean. I don't want to use the word as the pool ocean of, of despair. 
you know i would do things on principle and we would have emotion we are human so don't think i'm saying emotions will die in a lady or man emotions will be there sometimes but principles must control emotions i have emotional feeling for this guy or da 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 da, da. but by principle i must check that this 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 is there yeah how do you know when to stop helping a friend? It depends on what you call a friend, sister. I don't believe a 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20 year old as a friend. I believe they have a cultural deposit. In other words, I believe there are people that your secondary school, your environment where you were born into, deposited in your life. I believe that friend is choice after purpose is found. Friend is choice after you found the vision for your life. So it is based on that that you will now say, you know, I'm helping a friend or I'm not helping a friend because this help, the problem we've had is that we were loyal to wrong people. They were never friends. However, does that mean that you detach from people that you've known in your life before? Yes, on most occasions, yes, because you never knew them. I'm going to be 49 and I'm finding some of my friends that have detached or life just separated us 15 years after and I realize that the ones I'm finding are the ones that have also done something with their life. 15 years after, now we can talk. 15 years after, now I'm finding out, finding out oh, the, this oil company is your friend. That, that, that. Now we can talk. Now they respect me. Now we are friends. <laughs> I say, but that's good days. Well, you know, you can go and be struggling with people around the street or your life so that you can have a story of, oh, you remember bad times where we used to. That's your problem. But I have to choose friends. The Bible says, evil has many friends, does so to their own destruction. You trust people who you have wronged, who have wronged you in the past. It's not trust. It's value. So from your questions, guys, and I value your questions, I love it. I'm discovering something. We must detach, there's something we must do in life. There is trust and there is value. You value someone not because you trust them. You value them because there's something you can do together. If they've wronged you in the past, that's even better because now you know what they can do and what they can't do. So you know what not to do with them and what to do with them. But if they carry value, if there's something they are definitely going to have to you, if there's something they are definitely going to bring to the table, what do you have to do then? You do what you have to do with them. But what we do most times is we, 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 we carry this word trust, put our whole heart and emotion into someone, and we realize that we are idiots at the end of the day. No, it is value. So I don't fight anyone because there might be value there. So there will be times that we don't talk like we used to talk. But when I need to call them, I can call them and say, can we do this together? We'll do it. We go our separate ways. So please stop carrying this emotion and trust, these big words, trust, um, 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 like, love, all these big words that we carry together. We say she loves him so much. He loves her so much because they are always, they are love birds. You know, I love birds are fine, whatever. So you have made a wrong decision without, so you're asking if you've made a wrong decision without noticing it, what's the easiest way to identify it? Leadership, you talk, conversations. Can your leader have adult conversation with you? Like, adult conversations are tough. I have 
I think all my life, 15 years now, I think I've had maybe 10, 12 adult conversations. Most times what I have is conversation that I intended for it to be adult conversation. And a minute into it, I realize I can't have adult conversation with this guy or girl or woman or man. I can't do it. So you just, just go around the bush. Have adult conversation with leadership. Adult conversation is not necessarily long conversation. It's not the outburst of emotion. So what I still see in the nation, and you're going, so that's acceptable. A lot of emotion, a lot of stuff, which ends people to be, makes people to be very wretched. Very wretched. How do you differentiate between emotion speaking for you versus wisdom? Huh. That's a tough one, because you know why it's tough? It, it has to do with individuals. When you've overcome the realm of emotion, you will know. Because what will happen in your life is that your priorities will change. At a certain stage in a girl's life, when you're younger, your priority is to have a boyfriend because others are doing it. Then the, the, the age changes. Your priority is to have one because you think you're at that age where marriage is appealing. Most ladies that I've seen successful are people who have overcome those things. It doesn't mean anything to them. Sincerely, not by talk. And if I can tell you what the world is right now, is based around ladies who are getting powerful financially, leadership-wise. That's what the world is paying for right now. Not big weddings. Not that you've said to them. You know, have you noticed many people get married and vanish? They get into oblivion. They, they just, you don't know they exist anymore. Their life has been messed up now. And there's no recovering from that. Okay. Okay, let me let me stop on that. How do you know? Let me read that. Please. How do you know when stop correcting a biological sister who doesn't come to the nation? Already by the time you are asking the question, just stop. You see, some things in life drain energy. You must go to where you have the highest level of productivity. Do you understand that? You must look for what gives you the highest level of productivity rather than what drains you the most. Jesus made it clear. He said, when you get to a city, he said, when you, he said go to houses, he said, because don't, don't go look for your own house. Or don't say, oh, I'm going to, London, going to America, but have I bought my house there? He said, go to the house. If there is a, so in other words, Jesus was saying, there are servants of peace that were already looking for you or waiting for you. He said, so when you get there, tell them about your peace. If they accept it, he said, if there's a son of peace that they will accept it. If there is, he said, pack your bag and go somewhere else. Pack your bag and go somewhere else. Don't. Don't enforce your correction on somebody. Look for where you are most believed and entrusted and sow your seed where it is most productive. Put your seed where it is most productive. And that's why it is not out of spite that I think that if a person exits the nation, for example, I don't look for them. There are few that I look for because I see value there. 
Does that mean others are, invaluable, are not valuable? No, I just don't think I want to invest there. It's not productive. Where do I have the highest level of productivity? That's where I'm going to put my effort. I'm not going to put my effort on the internet to correct what people say about me or this one is correct, this one. I'm not going to put my effort there. I'm not going to keep correcting them because it will drain me and it will still make me less productive. Well, how about putting my effort on the one that I don't need to always correct but I can give direction to? The one that embraces my teaching. If this man and woman have listened to my teaching three years and they decide something else is better, why would I put my effort there? I'm not going to do it. So how do you know when to stop? By the time you are asking yourself if to stop, then it's time to stop. You, they already now know the truth. They can deal with it. Yeah, am I true with that? Wisdom is the principal thing, guys. It is wisdom and wisdom all the way. Always, always, always wisdom. Once we get wisdom right, we get everything right. Every single thing in our life. We get it right once we get wisdom right. Yeah? Praise God. Okay. I do pray and hope that you have a great day. Of course, you can keep asking questions. Questions are the gateway to knowledge. Don't be in a rush. Knowledge, wisdom, understanding. If you start a company, give it five, six years to just build knowledge and to just keep putting out best things. Don't say others are making money. You see that? I see that problem also. Don't make money. Make seed. And time will make you money. And that means you must be willing to persevere. Every new thing is new. And it will only have new money. Little money. There's nothing. Let's say, oh, they didn't. In the, anyway, let me leave that. Growing wisdom. Growing grace. Discern. Come down and learn things. Still have a man who talks about billions, but you see, this guy saw me grow from zero. We walking together, trying to wherever I think I am now. And I'm not where I need to be yet, but I'll get there. He saw it, but you see, his wisdom on finance is still superior. And you're thinking, why do? He's tone deaf. Ambition has blinded him to every reality. Tone deaf, but you can see. So I think in our dinner yesterday, we talked about people who are tone deaf. Their ears are completely gone. They can't hear. There's a loud voice with a loud microphone in their ears just telling them, you know what to do. So they can hang around wisdom for a little while. They say, thank you, Sabiti. Thank you. Ah, oh, wow, what you just said this morning is amazing. Doesn't mean anything. Listen, as I close, God has given us Spark Nation family serious, huge platform amazing platform all over the world but another thing i must tell you is this and i'll close with this you won't be rich without unity your platform that you're starting upon already is already mad you will not and i wish i can tell the nation from because you, you remember how many times i've preached about unity it's like i should break people's head and say there 
you're not going to God has shown me this generation I'm telling you now you see all those little quarrels and stuff you have with each other is just pointing the fact to me that she's going to be poor no matter what because you will snap one day snap means oh I'm given um, and I'm not the people are not so it's not the given given is a universal law you're disunified and you will not have anything with that and unity is not how much you hug you should know that after 15 years I'll be able to look into a person's eyes and I know they look down on that person I know they disconnect with him uh, I know <laughs> no matter how much you want to do um, high stuff and people have always said let me tell you there's no leader that gathers 100 people not to talk of thousands that can't recruit to people and say oh you know people sometimes do high service it is not you that will lecture me on that because you've not met as much people as me I know but my own wisdom is how I react to that I won't borrow your wisdom to react to that yeah but let's go beyond that level now. and let's talk about how to build a family strong rich Hey, I'm not apologizing for rich. Rich is important. Unless anyone on this group can tell me how many cars, how many poorest of the poorest they help in Ghana. If you can't tell me that, please don't tell me about Jesus and money because you don't know what it means. And say, well, but the fact that I'm not helping the poor in Ghana or Nigeria does not mean I'm not giving. Well, start sleeping outside first because don't pay rent, sleep outside because you give then let's know if you do or don't be in your own comfort zone and tell another man how much he should help the world or not may the blessings of God be upon you may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ stay with you may you grow in wisdom and understanding may you heed the words of correction instruction may the word be the one that points us in the right way and not not our own experience of discipline and bad times May it be the way of God that corrects us and not our ways. This is my prayer for you on this Wisdom Wednesday. I hope you have a great day. Be hungry, stay hungry, try. Try. Don't condemn things before you try it. Do you understand that? You have so much loans and debt. Yeah, if there's legal better ones to take and you can structure now, do it. Instead of sitting down there mourning. Poor people mourn all their life and they blame everything. If you see a man around you trying to have adult conversation with them and try, at least try. Don't envisage a future without trying. You know when you envisage a future, well, you know, in five years, no, try, do something as much as is within your means and power to do. Try. Do you understand that? Try. Just try. You know. Leave the condemnation of people to poor people. Let them be the one to see every successful person as a thief, a rogue, a fraudster. That, that's their problem. You try. Try with people that you think are trying to excel. Build. Grind and build. Grind and build. The blessing, the blessing, the blessing. Amen. Amen. Thank you too. Thank you too. Thank you, Bumi. I think that's Pastor Bumi of Victoria. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Corey Day. Thank you. K West. I think that's Pastor Wesley. I think. Thank you. Thank you all. The blessing is on you. 
Now go and prosper. Go and do well. Excel in everything you lay your hands on to do. Be tolerant of each other. Love one another. Never let money cause problems. Work together to raise money, to have money. Work as one. Be open-minded, but be keen-minded too. Amen. Thank you. Thank you too. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Love you too. Love you too. I wanted to say, I hope you take correction as correction. No, oh, when, when people, people say, pity's word, you know, it gets to me. I, I'm not, I don't even want to talk to you. So it's not a matter of it gets to me so deep. It's you, it's for you and I. Uh-huh. Amen. There's nothing you cannot do, guys. Nothing. Unity, oneness, that's, that's the way. Growing grace, growing grace, growing grace. Chief, I see you, sir. <laughs> okay, let's go start the day now. The blessing is on you all. Thank you all. Amen.